welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you are listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. And it's Super Bowl Sunday today. Raise your hand if you care. I'm, I'm raising my hand, but I'm actually lying. If you don't care, at least, uh, well... The Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl, so we can't care as much as we usually do. We are from New England. Don't hate us. Well, people do. People do. But uh, it's still fun. We're going to get some friends together. For us, it's really more so about hanging out with people that we love, watching some awesome, hilarious commercials, maybe getting inspired by the NFL halftime show. But also making sure to release our five-minute pick-me-up so you all can enjoy it tonight or tomorrow whenever you get to listen to this episode. And today's episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with a student this week. Now, this student is also an entrepreneur, and he was asking me a question about sales, but this scenario is actually applicable to a lot of different situations and ultimately relationships. So his question was this. Let's say you have a customer that pays for 100 seats, in other words, 100 licenses of your software, but you find out at the end of the year that you were actually charging them for only 50 seats the whole year. How do you get your money that you were owed? Awkward. Awkward. That does happen, though. Mistakes do happen. And we actually talk through the various different things that you could do. I always like to ask the student what they would do first without kind of giving them any indication for what I would do. But ultimately, what we landed on was this. You should admit it when you make a mistake as soon as possible. That will often help you get ahead of any issues that may have bubbled up otherwise. So let's say that you meet with a customer and you are avoidant of admitting the mistake And instead, you just charge them, right, for what you are owed. Well, you didn't communicate this error to them, and then ultimately, they're going to start investigating it. There's going to be some frustration, again, that they feel just through going through this process because you weren't transparent. And this frustration could have been avoided if you got ahead of the problem. Something similar happens, actually, when you're trying to sell somebody on your product or service. In sales, you have to be good at knowing what objections might come up during the meeting. And one way to quickly disarm a prospect, one way to get ahead of a potential objection is actually to bring it up right in the meeting, in the beginning of the meeting, as if you knew they were going to bring it up anyways. Because once you put it on the table, there's nothing they can do. They can't bring it up out of nowhere. You already laid everything out there. Now, there's something interesting that happens psychologically when you admit a fault or a mistake to somebody they, by default, start wanting to make you feel better. It's a weird human reaction, but if you come to them admitting that you're wrong, admitting that they maybe should be frustrated with you, they almost get defensive and say, no, it's okay, I'm not frustrated with you. It's an interesting psychological thing. And actually, Chris Voss, in his book, Never Split the Difference, talks about the same exact concept and how it relates to negotiation. Now, this is a guy who was an FBI hostage negotiator for decades, and now he has a consulting company where he teaches executives of corporations and students at Harvard Business School how to successfully negotiate. And one of the biggest things he talks about is the importance of making empathy statements. When you come to a negotiation, it shouldn't be one side versus the other. It should be your goal to make the other side feel that you understand their pain. That's the only way you're ever even going to get a conversation, whether you're negotiating for a release of hostages or a business deal. So he says, when you come to the table, make statements like, 
I understand this is a difficult situation for you, or I understand that these are concessions that we have to make in order to make this deal happen, or I understand you might be frustrated at this experience and we all just want to get this thing done. Showing that you understand their position, their pains, what they must be frustrated about and putting it in the forefront instead of waiting for them to bring it up makes the person want to come to an agreement with you faster. But Sergey, you also have a story from when you worked for a company called App First. And I remember that there was a pretty big problem that happened where all the systems went down and your CEO kind of went all hands on deck to solve the problem. How did he make sure not to lose the customers that y'all had, customers that were spending six figures a year with you? Now, if I remember this correctly, it was a server outage issue that they didn't know was going to happen. This is a startup, and sometimes tech issues happen. And this was late at night, relatively late at night, where the issue started happening. And, you know, the CEO could have done one of two things. He could have said, well, it's a late night issue. Maybe nobody will notice, and let's see what happens or let me get ahead of it, kind of like we're talking about right now. And he decided to get ahead of it and take the responsibility as the CEO of the company, something that any of you that are listening that are going to be CEOs or currently are will have to do. And what did he do? He picked up the phone and for two days straight, I think it was almost like 48 hours, he called every single user of the product. And this was hundreds of people and he called them until he reached them. He personally apologized. He said, hi, I'm the CEO of App First. I know you rely on our product to be up and running all the time. Here's the issue. We really apologize for, the, for any inconvenience. So we're going to do everything we can to get it up and running. People were so excited and happy to hear from the CEO. They didn't expect to hear from the CEO about this tech issue. You know, maybe tech support will reach out. No, because they were pleasantly surprised hearing from the CEO, because he admitted the mistake and showed them he's on their side and he's trying to get to the resolution faster, what else were they going to do? They couldn't be mad at him. And he didn't lose a single customer after that 48-hour period. So this could be relevant for you in any myriad of situations. Of course, sales is a good example, but it could be personal relationships with your family. It could be your relationships with your colleagues. Sometimes frustrations fester for a while because people aren't communicating because things aren't put on the table and one party assumes something about the other party. Maybe one person thinks that something is not important and will be swept under the rug, but the other person is harboring frustrations and ultimately it explodes in your face and then maybe it might be beyond repair. When in doubt, confront these issues head on, be the bigger person, so to speak. And oftentimes what happens is the other side has no choice but to side with you, but to empathize with you because you took the first step to empathize with them. That's it for the five-minute pick-me-up for this week. Hopefully, you get a chance to put this advice to you sometime this week. It's not going to be natural right away. It takes some practice, but we guarantee that you're going to see some results and have better relationships for it. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on Wednesday.